All right, guys, you have been begging for it on Twitter, and now the time has come. Today joining us is Hoop, a.k.a. Mike Petta, a.k.a. formerly of Run Pure Sports. Over the past six or so months, a lot of drama and a falling out with his former company has transpired. He now has launched a new DFS site called Ship It Nation, and today he's going to tell all, tell us what happened, get to the bottom of this. We know a lot of you guys have questions. Very excited to talk to Hoop today on Lulz. I, does he think? I it's think he thinks goat. this. He thinks this is a go. Vegas Dave thinks this is a go. Hot naked girls doing yoga. What? Why don't you just win like a man? Random.org. <laughs> Type in one for yes, two for no, and let the DFS gods pick for you. And I'm absolutely begging you not to do bus. <laughs> Please don't do bus. Uh, all right, uh, Hoop, I don't know if you know, one of the rules around here is you do have to win a Millie Maker to come on the show. And I am happy to say you have met that qualification. Yeah, I mean, uh, a year ago, I wouldn't have been able to come on. But uh, as of last uh, October, I'm officially eligible and yeah, happy to be here. Yeah, what what has, you know, we're obviously going to get into all of this stuff here, but what has your life been like since winning the Millie Maker? Because you've been playing Nosebleed Stakes DFS for a long time. Did it kind of meaningfully change things for you, or was it just kind of another notch in your resume? Yeah, no, I mean, didn't change much. And that's not like a, a hashtag too rich type thing where people say, oh, yeah, I win all this money. It doesn't change my life. So that's just how I am as a person. Like, I, I won the money, uh, you know, put basically paid off my house and invested the rest. So like I did the boring thing, didn't buy any like crazy cars or get like uh, hookers and cocaine or anything like that. Just, you know, just the straight and narrow did the right thing, obviously continue to play DFS, but nothing fun out of the, the winnings, unfortunately. Uh, so just some full disclosure here. Technically I was an employee of run pure sports for one show. I remember. So. I remember. How much did you get paid on that show? Was it, oh. did, you make, did you make a big chunk? I got I got a big check. Yeah, yeah, big yeah. Same thing Davis pays me. Davis Maddock pays me. So yeah, it's all for fun though, right? Just all for fun. That's why we do this. So, so I think the best way to do this because people have lots of questions. They've seen you know some breadcrumbs on Twitter. Um, we saw a post from yeah. your wife a few weeks back. Oh, yeah, that we was read, fun. That was fun. We read Big T's uh, State of the Giblets. I think that's about all the public really knows. And so I thought it would probably just be best. If you started us kind of at the top chronologically, let's go back to the days where you and Run Pure are all a happy family. You guys are printing the giblets, making all kinds of money, having a great community. How how did we get here? Where did this all start to mm. unravel? Yeah, it's been a wild ride. I mean, it, it has been an absolutely wild ride. I mean, the last, I don't know, so what was that, October, seven, eight months, uh, whirlwind of emotions. You win the Millie Maker, right? So you're at the top. Like, you're like, all right, this is, the pinnacle of what we do. You win a Millie Maker NFL season. You're feeling it. You're feeling it. Company doing well. All-time highs. Also feeling it. And then it starts the decline a little bit. And, you know, what you think you had kind of is, is, is taken away from you, essentially. And then you got to rebuild. And it's all good. But it's been a whirlwind of emotions. You know, Run Pure started right after COVID. Uh, me and Big T were always super close. I mean, considered him one of my best friends. Our families traveled together, went on vacation uh, together. Uh, our kids are, it's just ironic, the situation with me and Big T. Our wives are the exact same age, both nurses. Our kids, exact same age, boy, girl, everything. So it was always a perfect fit. We got along great, partnered up with AP, and we started Rump here. Absolute success. I mean, and, you know, 
you get the haters out there no matter what you do. But overall, it was a, a huge hit, huge success. Company did well, was always growing. And then, you know, things kind of went, went to shit, obviously. And um, unfortunate situation, to, to say the least. And, you know, the, the reason I'm doing this is to essentially defend myself from some of the things I've seen on Twitter um, some of the stuff I, I've seen in blog posts, some of the things I've seen via text message um, and discord messages. It just goes on and on. And I haven't said anything. I mean, you guys know you, we, you reached out and you know, you guys, you guys want to come on and I, we went back and forth, Pete. I mean, I wasn't certain that I was going to come on and do this. And then it got to the point where there's so much just false information out there where it's like, man, I got to like defend myself, defend my family a little bit. It, it, it got pretty deep into the weeds. Some of the messages were just so far off base of, of what actually happened. And I guess the one thing, you know, that I kind of hold true to myself is like, I, I really feel that, you know, I'm a high moral character guy uh, in this industry specifically. I think I have a lot of credibility. People trust me. Um, don't lie. I mean, I'm just an honest person, maybe to a fault. And, you know, that's, that is what it is, I guess. So, Ron Pierre was at an all-time high after uh, I won the Millie. I mean, the numbers were massive. And, and you know, I mean, I'm sure you guys know how that works. Like, you get a big win like that, people are coming and flocking. And in terms of my win, a lot of our uh, subscribers at Run Pierre Sports also won because we do the core play system. We were doing the core play system over there. And I think five of the six or seven guys in my winning lineup were part of my core that day. So everyone printed a lot of $100,000 winners, People were loving it. Everyone kind of kind of came over. Um, and then not too long after that, that's when things kind of changed. Um, it's hard to talk about. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. You know, it's it's not easy. You know, my kids yeah. are like, well, what happened, Dad? Like, you know, why why aren't you doing shows anymore? You know, are we going to have are we going to have how are you going to make money? Like they don't understand it. And I'm like, well, that part we're going to be OK with because I just won all this money not too long ago. Yeah. That was easy to explain. But they're used to me. You know, they're coming home from school. I'm doing shows and uh, doing content and not doing that anymore. It, it was tough on it. It was tough on my family. I'm not going to lie. So at so one point, the, it, go what ahead. was that? Yeah. Because, yeah, I think we got kind of the backstory, you know, from the outside. Everything's going well at Run Pure. Like what was the instigating event that started to, you know, fracture you with the company? Like where did this all start? Yeah. So uh, the site when the NBA started was having a little bit of issues in terms of uh, it, it kept crashing around when NBA started, you know, because you got the NBA going. We still had NFL going. There were some tech issues and we were not a good tech company. Like we didn't have tech people to really handle it. Um, Tony had a buddy that apparently was involved in computers or tech and wanted to uh, bring him over to help with the the situation. And, you know, he, I, I believe just, I don't know much about it, but just essentially boosted the server, put us on a bigger server and we we're good to go. Really stopped having the, the issues. Um, the guy that he brought on, was a friend of his and that turned into a situation where he wanted to bring him on full time to be the CEO of run Pure sports. The way we had it structured AP would have technically been like the CEO, Tony handled content. I handled the finance sort of things. Everything was rolling pretty, pretty good at that point. Um, so that was a big push of his to have his, his buddy, you know, now be the, 
Okay. Buddy, I don't know if he's, they've known each other for a while to be the CEO of uh, Run Pure Sports. And I guess I didn't necessarily agree with that and others didn't agree with that. Um, but the way things transpired, you know, it ended up being the thing that happened. So this guy was now the CEO, uh, apparently. Uh, I, you know, I don't have documents to, to show that or anything, but that was the plan moving forward. This was in November, December, I, I want to say. Can I ask you a question? About, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. We, had a, we had a question. We, we, we hypothesized that was sort of the case on one of our shows. How, yeah, how, much how much experience did he have? Like, you don't have to be like a DFX, DFS expert to run a business, right? Yeah. Did he have like Fortune 500 experience or something? So like, like Stochastic hired Steve Buzzard, who's not only is he a pro DFS player, he's yeah. actually worked for major companies and stuff. So yeah. like, did he, did he have any experience? Uh, no, not none whatsoever in this industry. Um, the, what I was told was in the tech world, knows websites, knows has sold, bought and sold businesses, a business guy supposedly, but no, uh, industry experience. And just also to kind of set the table, had you guys ever had, because you're, you are a founding member, I'm sure you guys yeah. have had big decisions before about the trajectory of the company or hires yeah. and stuff. Had everything always been, um, you know, like a jovial atmosphere? Had you guys come yeah. to agreements on all other decisions basically until this one? Really hadn't been any major issues through. I mean, that would have been two and a half, three years in, no major issues. Always said like, Hey, you know, the, the three of us two to one type situation and, and we move on, but never really got to that point where there's any tough decisions like that, that, you know, someone really stood, stood strong against. There was, everything was, was smooth to that point. What well, did you guys have like written in this uh, contract, like 30, 30, you know, 33, 33, 33 no majority owner or is someone the well, majority owner? That's where it gets a little messy because we didn't have proper business documents. Uh, I'll put it at that. Yeah. So yeah. they get that's that's part of the reason the situation was a little little messy. And so there was ambiguity with even specifically like what your share was in the company. That was pretty. Company. That was clear. That no, that was okay. that was cleared up through via other documents. No. R.I.P. Doyle Brunson, uh, the man who could do a deal with a handshake if you ever yeah. read any of his old books. Yeah, yeah. What yeah, happened yeah. to the gamblers like that, Pete? Yeah, and not, so no, it's, no more. <laughs> but it's so it sounds like you guys just in general from the start of the company just had that this was kind of like a built-on trust thing of like, hey, we don't have maybe all of our T's crossed and I's dotted, mm -hmm. but like we know at the end of the day what we're doing here and we're all on the same page and it's just going to work itself out. Yes, pretty much. But I mean, again, there was never any issues. We had, you know, all the tax documents um, showed everything in, in terms of, you know, the business and, and, and whatnot. So that it never that side of it never was was an issue really wasn't. So they want to bring in this CEO. You yeah. don't know much about him. You are questioning what he actually brings to the company. Is it worth um, you know, paying him a salary and, and what, what were the kind of sticking points for you on why you are not on board with this? Financial reasons, I'd say for the most part, um, that I'd say that was honestly the, the, the biggest thing. And, you know, there were some conversations where, you know, maybe manipulation, I'd say in, in terms of what was really going to be the case with, with this new addition, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. 
And at yeah. what point had you made it, like, were you open to hearing their case or were you just like, hey, oh, this yeah. is going down at, Okay, you were yeah, open to yeah, it, but you didn't yeah, like but then what it, you were hearing. Yeah, but then it turns into a situation where, you know, everyone else involved is just going along with one voice, and then your voice is, you know, essentially diminished, and at that point, it really doesn't matter. Did you have anyone in your camp where was, like, the site divided more, or was it, like, run pure yeah, versus yeah. in this well, decision? the Yeah, no, the backdoor con or other conversations, people were feeling the same way, but again, it, it turns into, a, I guess, a numbers situation where at some point it really doesn't matter what you say it's just going to happen and did you you mentioned just at the top like what good friends you were with oh, great group, friends, co-workers yeah. friends did you guys ever have just like almost company aside like a, a bro heart to heart of like hey this is what's going on like i know we don't see eye to eye on it like how did that transpire that's probably the most disappointing part of all this and 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 the hardest to digest throughout all this through from the, the first instance of a situation, this where the situation arised, I hadn't heard from the guy considered a really good friend. Like wasn't even when when the, the real issues began, there was no communication, which hurt. Yeah, it really did, to be honest with you. So if he's actively not communicating, you guys have had a traditionally good relationship. It seems to me from the outside, it's like he wants to make a decision that he knows you won't like. And he's just saying, I'm not even going to bother to try to convince who because I know he's not going to be on board. Is is that a fair characterization? <laughs> kind of. But again, there are conversations where, you know, oh, we need this. You know, uh, we're going to get to uh, a huge, massive buyout, you know, if if we bring them on like those sort of, and they get pumped. Oh yeah, that sounds great. But then when you really get down to the, the discussions of the, the specifics of the deal, like, Whoa, this doesn't sound all that good anymore. Yeah. And so right. then Brian, do you have any, anything up to this point here where they're starting to kind of talk about bringing the CEO on? So, so he, he wasn't on at this point in the story. He like wasn't hired. No. So, I mean, he started, I think it was mi middle of December, I want to say, is when like the, you know, I guess he would have started. Again, still was never provided documents showing that uh, he, he did indeed sign anything to be on board. But that's when um, I guess yeah, he, he would have started with us and, around that time. And so are you saying when he started, you weren't even aware of his full compensation package i was no i was aware of what the deal was and i didn't like it <laughs> you didn't like it yes. and so at that point it just like happened it sounds like you got bulldozed this just happened you were left with basically no choice but to go along with it how did this continue to fracture because obviously you didn't just go along with this yeah so as time went on you know it became clear more clear to me what was eventually going to happen i guess it's the best way to say it um, you know, not many issues for the first, like, I don't know, maybe a few weeks and a big business decision where a guy that was with us for a very long time, uh, Simon, who, who produced videos and stuff for us, uh, you know, what the recommendation was to let him go. Um, so, so that was like the first big decision making thing that, that, that had occurred. Um, story gets worse. I'd say in, uh, January, I want to say, uh, the, they're planning an in-person meeting. They wanted to get everyone together and go over the business in person. You know, all other meetings obviously were, were via Zoom. Chose some dates, Monday night, Tuesday night. Uh, 
in Kentucky didn't work for me. My wife is a nurse. She works midnights. Uh, she, she had to work those days and I have kids. So I had to get them to school uh, the next uh, morning on those days. Just like, hey, guys, you know, I'm not sure if those days are going to work for me. And I received the first statement where I was like, oh, man, like uh, something's not right here. Uh, this is I, I can still remember talking to my wife about this, this night, the, the night that this message came through. And it was uh, basically uh, along the lines of, man, like something along the lines of this, like if you can't make this meeting, you really need to reconsider being part of this leadership team. I was like, oh, OK, now I kind of see where this is heading. Out of nowhere, like, hey, I can't make this meeting because I have my wife has to work and I have two young kids who have to get up to school the next day turns into, man, you might need to reconsider being part of this leadership team, uh, co-founder of a company. Like, that's the comment to me. Like, OK, like uh, something doesn't add up. So I, I read that. I, I told my wife, I was like, I have a feeling things are going to go from like not good to, to worse in a hurry. And, um, they did. <laughs> so I so the fact that he, the CEO was already hired, you weren't happy with it. They asked you to come to this in-person meeting. You know, it, it does seem like the, how you tell it, that they were trying to almost come up with these hurdles that were almost impossible for you to clear to then have like a more tangible excuse of being like, let's push hoop out. But I'm wondering, why do you think they were wanting to push you out after they already got what they wanted? Right. The CEO got hired. He started, you tried to put up a fight, but the, the show went on. So like at yeah. that point, is it just that they knew that the relationship was forever severed at that point? All spec, it would be, if I, it would be all speculation. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the true motives are be behind, you know, what eventually happened. I have my suspicions as to why they happened, but it, it's, it's speculative. And I have some proof to go along with my suspicions. So my suspicions were pretty Pretty spot on, I guess I would say, but no, it would be speculation. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Did you have uh, any issues with AP or anything like that? I'm assuming he yeah. was on board. He on always it. had a great, great relationship, honestly. And even up to the end, you know, him and I always talked had great relationships still. I mean, we, him and I still have conversations, him and I fine relationship, I'd say. So was the, so was the, was the CEO hired and then this, uh, pushing out started happening or was it qu he was quasi hired and all this was happening at once? Uh, like he started, I guess, involved in the business activities in December. So it all moved pretty quick. It, it, this letter, this note stating like, you know, maybe you shouldn't be a part of the leadership team um, was end of January. So, I mean, you're, we're talking five okay. to six weeks. Yeah. So it was, it was a quick moving process and the rest of it moved very quickly after as well. <laughs> So, so what happened after you, you said, Hey, I can't, you know, just hop in my private jet and get to Kentucky and for a Monday meeting, what, what happened after that? Uh, so yeah, so that conversation continued on like, Oh, well, you know, if, you know, we can't all get together for an in-person meeting, like blah, yeah, the same conversations repeated over time. So this, this would have been, yeah, when was this, this, this was middle of January, um, couple weeks after this, um, an operating agreement uh, appears in my email address. And this was part of when the guy was brought on to get the business documents settled because a lot of the business stuff was still in the air. We never really got done, but a, a massive operating agreement 
shows up in my inbox. Hey, let's get this signed in a couple of weeks. Uh, so I, I, 90, I think it was like 90 some pages, something along those lines. Um, never, no, I never signed anything um, from a law firm saying that they were going to represent Rum Pure Sports to uh, develop or build an operating agreement. That's one question I immediately had, like, which law firm is representing us? Uh, if you do a business operating agreement, all parties would sign off saying the law firm would send you a letter basically saying we're representing the entire organization, not just a couple of people. So everyone signs off on that. Didn't sign anything to say this company was representing us, uh, disagreed with a lot of what was in this operating agreement. And I sent it to my lawyer and he uh, advised me not to not to sign it. And I was not going to sign it. And I believe uh, other people, maybe uh, at least one other person had an issue with it as well. It included other people. While this is all transpiring, you mentioned that your communication with Hoop broke down, or sorry, with uh, Big T broke down. Were you guys, were you still doing shows? Were you still making content throughout all of this? Yeah, that's the that's the, the best part about it. I can just go on shows and just like keep grinding away. Yeah, still still doing work, still doing uh, content. You know, like that's just, you know, that's that's the job. You know, you just go with it. You, you block out that sort of thing and just keep, uh, keep grinding on. So yeah, content uh, continued. And so at that point, though, you still weren't at a place with Big T where you could be like, dude, what's going on with this operating agreement? Why, why am I why are we heading down this path? Like you guys just had no communication outside of just like the shows and content you were doing. Mm, there may have been at this point a little bit. I, I you know, I really don't know 100 percent for sure. Um, you know, the stuff that transpired in the next few weeks was really the, you know, the, <laughs> the, the nail in it all. And at this point, do you did you think the relationship was still salvageable? Did you want to continue at Run Pure Sports and figure things out, or was the writing on the wall that this just wasn't going to happen? I always wanted to to continue on at Run Pure and, and finish what we were building because I, I really believed in it, really liked it, and you know took a lot of pride in it. So that was always my my intention is to find a way to make it all work and and continue on, you know, essentially doing what what I love. But as time went on, I knew I knew where this was going. I'm not a dumb person. I, I can put two and two together and, and figure out what the end goal was. And I don't know what happened, what transpired, but I knew I knew where it was going. And it went went there pretty quickly. And I, I know, do you have any other, because obviously the CEO thing sounded like a big deal, but was there any other reasons why you thought these guys would want to be pushing you out? I guess I'm confused that like once they got what they wanted with the CEO, why well, were I they still inclined to try to push you out? Yeah, uh, good question. Um, you know, my speculation, I mean, my assumption was that it was potentially, it was all for a reason. That was my opinion, maybe of the situation. That was my opinion of the situation. Like a financial reason? No, no, no. The The whole overall situation may have been for, you know, in my opinion, maybe. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So it stuff. sounds yeah, yeah, yeah. it sounds yeah. like you have a suspicion of a, maybe something that we haven't even been discussed or that's more open about why maybe, they want to push yeah. you out. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Honestly, it's, I, I, it would, again, it would just be all speculation as to why I have my suspicions. I have my thoughts as, as to what, what, why, but it, again, it's mm -hmm. just, it would just be speculation. Hmm. Just well, be speculating. speculating. I know, I know, I know. Hey, I give out. I I provide the facts, and uh, you guys okay. get the big bucks. You guys get the big bucks to 
put the pieces together how, and figure it out, I guess. How um how is if you guys had like no agreement, like how does one become hey, I'm the owner now and I'm gonna send you this legal document? Wouldn't like the, his legal team be like, okay, I need uh, some sort of identification that you are indeed the owner yeah. of it. Yeah, you'd think, right? You know, I mean, well, um, wouldn't your lawyer say that too? It's like, well, yeah, when, well, yeah, well, that yeah, that came, all came into play once it officially okay. went to on the lawyer side of things. Yeah, so right, too early then. Yeah, yeah. Let's then let's keep then uh, going through the story. So you get the operating agreement. Your lawyer advises you not to sign it. Yeah. Um, what happens next? So, uh, you know, what happened next was this was, and this was January 24th, I received that, uh, January 24th, I received that operating agreement. Um, mm -hmm. Let me get the dates right here. It would have been February, hang on, bear with me here, February, February 6th, okay, February 6th. So this would have been okay. two weeks basically after this operating agreement. I get a call from the uh, new CEO and... Uh, it was right as NBA was locking. So I just got off a show doing content. Um, and he says, Hey, uh, not sure how, how to say this, but the guys don't want to work with you anymore. Something along those lines, paraphrasing. Okay. I'm paraphrasing that, uh, that statement basically along the lines, like, Hey, they don't want to work with you anymore. It's like, uh, okay. I hadn't heard anything from either of them in regards to that. So this is kind of throwing me for a loop. Like, no one mentioned there was an issue. No one mentioned that they didn't enjoy working with me. Um, he's like, what? He's like, yeah, so, you know, uh, we're not that operating agreement. No one wants to sign it. Um, so we got to figure something out and uh, they don't want to work with you. I said, okay. I said, my response was basically along the lines, like, if that is truly the case, which I don't know what it is because I haven't talked to anyone, um, make me an offer for my uh, position in this company. And at that point, because now we, you know, you had said, you know, you wanted in a perfect world to continue with run pure sports, continue what you're building. I assume Definitely. that was a very hard decision to arrive at of saying, okay, send me an offer because at that point you're almost giving them what they want. Right. Which is yeah, an exit yeah. strategy to get you yeah. out. That's just kind of the, the, the person I am though. It's like, man, all right. You know, we built this up, no issues. If you really don't, if that is the truth, like if that's the truth and you don't want to work with me anymore, like, okay, that's fine. But, you know, I still own, you know, my, my stake in this company offer, yeah. uh, make me an offer type situation. Was it what I wanted? Absolutely not. No way I want, wanted that to be what happens. But if, if that's truly what it is, that's, that's, that's business. Like then go ahead and make it, make it happen. I, I think so I, I would have went with the, uh, Okay, I won't work with you, but you'll be paying me my thirty-three percent. Well, uh, that was what. Well, there were yes, and that that was what should have happened, but they made other decisions. Um, no, I'll just leave it. Well, the problem the problem with that is they could cook the books, so to speak, and then you Correct. just get. Correct. You just, you get like, no, that yes. was all operating expense. Sorry, but Correct. I don't. But that's a big risk by that. Spot honestly. on. Spot on. But that's a. That's a big risk, Spot though. On. If they, if if they, uh, will speculate. So, yes. if they did like try to fuck with you, uh, that yeah. could be serious, like Correct. jail time. So, uh, I still might have played that card until they made me a good yeah. buyout. Sorry, well, Pete, I, I cut you off. No, yeah. no, you're good. 
So Hoop, th this kind of question too is kind of what I've been trying to get at too. Brad saying, were there issues about the directions or offerings of the actual DFS product or was this all behind the scenes, like no. power structure, organization? Product stuff? was product was was on point. Yeah, it was it really, I mean, again, you know, this all started after I, shortly after I won the Millie. And you know what happens if you're at a, 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 a content site and someone has a huge win like that, Numbers start going up. Everything was everything was good, man. Everything was good when it comes. That's why I was like, "What? Why?" And especially when you don't hear from your business partners at all throughout this process, you're yeah. like, and they've never said like, "Hey, you know, we're we're potentially looking to go a different." Like, you don't hear any of that. Like, yeah, you're like shocked. Okay. And I'll I'll ask the same question I asked before. At this juncture, when you get an actual offer. Are you still not in communication with Big T of like, are we seriously going down this path? Is this breakup going to happen? We can't figure this out. Like a combo like that didn't happen. No communication. Hmm. It's interesting. And, and do you have any, because again, like it, I think what makes this uh, confusing is that level of friendship, right? There's lots of people we have business relationships with and partnerships and it's easier to be like, no, business is business. But you guys were like legit friends and this like coincided with your friendship and business relationship unraveling at the same time. That's why, you know, you guys obviously on the last show put the tweet up, you know, that, that my wife put out and she's shocked by it. I mean, like, again, like the women don't understand the ins and outs of, you know, gambling and DFS and all that, but she looks at us, we're friends. Like how, how, no, there's no way this is happening. You guys are close. We, we, have vacationed together like how this doesn't make sense so that's why it's hard on my family too honestly i mean it was it was not it was not easy mm -hmm. yeah the it's it is hard to add up because like if even if i'm taking big t's like being charitable to his side in my head i would be like i gotta bring this guy in because we don't know how to run a business and this guy does like at least in his opinion yeah and so he's like, like, like I, I'm sorry, who, but like, if we don't do this, we're going to be going under. And then I win, he gets in and I still force you out. That's where I'm, I don't get that part. Cause I don't see why he would like, unless afterwards, like every time you guys did a show, you do a jab at him or behind the scenes, there was like, right. some, I know I'm not, I believe you. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying, yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't no. understand why mm, he would go no, the extra step no. after winning. I, there, there is, I mean, be, there is obviously one, which would be instead of giving 33% of the profits to you, you know, they split it between him and AP and well, then whatever this new guy is, is giving. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know what their new situation is going to look like. Or but, yeah, whatever. Yeah, maybe, that, yeah, maybe, maybe that is the case. Honestly, maybe that is. You, is there any part of your, did you winning the Millie, did this like delay a lot of the stuff? Do you, did you get the feeling this was going to happen no matter what? And then it's like, well, who's no. continuing to bring in a ton of new subs? No, or that was no. just coincidental. It was okay. just, I think it was just, and who knows, maybe that, maybe that does play a factor, you know, mm -hmm. ego, egos are big in this industry. I don't know. I mean, I, again, all speculation on my point or on my yeah. part, just uh, when it comes to that sort of thing, but I know what, right. you know, Let's I don't know the why. Let's get back then to the kind of chronological details. So you start to get these buyout or settlement offers. Tell us about how, how this yeah. goes down. It's where things went from really, really bad to really, 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 really bad. So Friday of that week, I get two, I guess, offers, if you want to call them that. Um, and neither fit 
what I was looking for. Okay. Like I'm not, I wasn't going to accept either of the offers that were presented to me. And then in the same message, I was given option. Let me get this right. C, D, or E. So I have option A or B, and then there's still option C, D, or E, but I'm not going to like C, D, or E. And I can, I was, I was told I wouldn't like option C, D, or E. So I'm not accepting A or B. Uh, I guess I'm stuck with C, D, or E, right? Like that's, that's how I took this message and I wasn't going A or B. So um, I knew things were about to get worse. And uh, I was given a deadline via text that either you accept one of those options and this was a Friday night. So that same Friday, you accept either of those options or we're moving on on Sunday, which would have been Super Bowl Sunday. Did you have a framework for how to one value the entire company and then subsequently value your share of that? Yeah, I mean, I have a finance background, accounting background. I had a rough idea, but with these sort of businesses, it's always it's always tough to nail down the exact multiplier because you see these internet companies can just absolutely boom or, you know, stay stagnant, go completely down. So it's really hard to quantify um, you know, this sort of industry, what we what we do on the content side. Um, and I'm sure, you know, you guys obviously both, both understand that as well. So, uh, I had an idea in my head, you know, what I'd be willing to, I guess, accept to move on. Cause mm-hmm. it wasn't my, this is not what I wanted. I did, did not want to move on, did not want yeah. to do that, but I had an idea in my head. Okay. If this was it, then I could, I would, I would be okay. And I would, I would move on. I, I know you don't want to give details, but you did, we did talk a little bit before the show. And so like when you say, I don't didn't accept the offers. People can interpret that as you being greedy. And but no, just no, with the, no. the brief stuff you said before the show, it didn't seem like to me. No, at no, least, no, 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 that no, no, no. The first few offers no. were fair, although I have no idea what the situation. Yeah, exactly. It, it, no, no, nothing like that. Um, the 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 terms of the. But offers, just so you know, when you don't give yeah. details, people are like, oh, I know, I, I get, no, I totally different get, yeah, totally, yeah, totally get that. Yeah, I totally understand that. But uh, no, it was the 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 amount and and terms I was not interested in. And it, it sounds like uh, reading between the lines, the A and B offers were like low ball offers that just like wasn't properly valuing your equity in the company. The C, D, E, what were those more like shit or get off the pot kind of stuff? Or like what what was the vibe? The way of it those? was proposed to see the way C, D and E were proposed to me was they were lumped together and I wasn't going to like C, D or E. So I never got... I never got the official word on what C, D, and E were. Uh-huh. I actually, well, I eventually found out rather quickly. Okay. And so at this point, you're reviewing these offers. Are you doing any countering back to them? Or are these offers just so insulting that you know it's not going to happen? I countered. I countered, and um, I guess they didn't like my offer. So I didn't like theirs, and they didn't like mine. So I, I, I did I did present a counter offer. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't, they didn't, they didn't like that. So, or I don't know if, I guess, well, they didn't accept it, I guess you can say. At, at this point, were you uh, banned from the site? Oh, funny you ask. So uh, that must've been part of CDRE. Okay. So uh, <laughs> the, the threat was, or the, the comment was Sunday, um, accept one of the offers or by Sunday, um, they're taking action. Um, so at midnight, it would I guess it would have been Sunday. It would have been Monday morning at midnight. 
I received a letter terminating termination of service relationship. Okay. And there's a few paragraphs and I guess um, my service relationship with run pure sports was terminated. Not sure how, um, but I received this letter and when I saw it, I said, okay, well, I'm going to hop onto my website that I own and, uh, you know, see what's going on. Oh, uh, your username has been permanently blocked, permanently blocked from a company that you own. Okay. How do you think that fucking feels, right? How do you think that feels put in all that work and you get a fucking letter in the morning terminating your service relationship? and unable to access the website that you own and you built for three years. And not once have you heard from the people that you own the, the website with. And did not they, I mean, obviously on like the personal side that that sucks, but do you, did they actually have legal ground to do that? Like if you got in a legal battle about this, would that have held up? Well, that's, you know, <laughs> does, I, does I, it, I've, yeah. Does that industry of lawyer not work on uh, a percentage, you know, afterwards? Like, because sure. most industries you can get either or. Where, where I think yours, you it sounded like pre-show pre oh, here yeah, that no, you actually was, were paying this guy, which yeah, can get yeah, real bad. But so this get, the, at this point is when the lawyers obviously got involved. When I get a, a letter uh, terminating my service, when I'm unable to access my website, unable to. Uh, get into the company discord where statements were being made that were uh, false about me and I can't get in and defend myself. Like, yeah. no, that's not, that's not cool. Um, and what Pete was saying, do they have legal right of ownership? Well, this? They're, they, we made some requests on our end and, and I, none, none were granted. Yeah. I wanted to be able to get onto my uh, website. I wanted to get into the discord and, you know, a lot of people in there obviously were looking for me, looking for my content, looking for my advice. I was unable to do my duty, you know, as owner of, of, of the company. That was going to be another one of my questions. Now that this is at what point did you let people know either through your Twitter or any other communication means of like, Hey, I'm being pushed out. You guys, Man, a lot of you, you here know. are subbed for me. Like, how did you start communicating that to people? So, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. You know, it was, it was tough mentally, honestly. And, and like, you know, I'm not trying to just play this up. It was not an easy stretch for me by any, any means. I didn't know what the best situation was. Uh, you know, I knew this was probably going to be a legal situation. I didn't want to say something that I shouldn't have said. So I just kind of went quiet. And I do regret that, honestly, because I feel like when you're in situations like this in life, it's important to stand up for yourself regardless. And, you know, for me personally, I didn't do that. And I actually regret it because I essentially went silent for a couple months and, and I got a ton of messages from people. And then that allowed a, a different narrative to, to essentially be created. And, you know, it, um, I didn't know what was best, but I went, you know, the silent route and I did, I honestly do regret it. Because from your perspective, you're thinking, Hey, if I go public with this in the early stages, this is going to get super messy publicly. Yeah. It's going yeah. to affect the content. And you're just like, I'll put my head down, see if we yeah. can resolve this behind yeah. closed doors. Yep. But by the time you let that play out, it had unraveled 
yeah. past that. And then people were like, what the hell is going on? Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I didn't get my, my side of the story out. You know, there's tons of comment, even recently, like seeing on Twitter, um, you know, some of the people that are still um, employed or, you know, under contract there with, with statements in, implying greed and no loyalty, like greed and no loyalty. These are the facts. Okay. And if, if anyone, <laughs> negates that I have every piece uh, of evidence right in front of me. Like I thought this was going to be a lawsuit. I had everything. I have everything documented. Okay. There's no greed or loyalty or greed or lack of loyalty on, on my part. Okay. I mean, it was, I, I still see it. I see all the message. I, there's texts that people have sent me um, showing what the, 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 the real, what the real plans essentially were with all this. I have everything, blog posts, I have text. I mean, it's, man, this is, this is the, these are the facts of what happened. Okay. Yeah. You're talking, you're talking about DC and uh, he's deleted those posts though. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. And you know what him and I are, I've considered him a friend. Um, He sent me a, a, a message on Twitter as recent as two weeks ago. It sounded you know, like he was he was told something though. So and I mean, that's that's to... and that's the the thing here where it's like, man, okay, so they the 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 narrative on that end is that I'm a piece of shit and I guess I'm greedy and I have no loyalty. How does that match up to the facts of the story? It just simply doesn't. And I know he's deleted the tweet. I know he has, but you know, I, we were friends. So now this is affecting other relationships. Brian, I, I didn't see the tweet. What did the tweet say? Oh, God. It said, uh, the more you learn about the situation, somebody probably has it. The more you learn about this situation, the more you see what, like, a, it was pretty mean. I guess greedy. It was, yeah, it was hard. It was, it, what, it, well, yeah, it, what, like, how, like, greed can, what greed can do to a person. I, I'm yeah. really paraphrasing this poorly. Uh, greedy fox like and loyalty that. means nothing. And loyalty means nothing. Yeah, something like that. The, the, so, but was like the more he heard. So I'm assuming he's like, what the hell happened with Hoop? And then they were like, Hoop did X, Y, and Z. And then he went to Twitter. Mm. So at this point, it's becoming public. Um, you know, that's when we started talking to you. You said stuff still going on with the lawyers. Kind of maybe speed us up to how this got resolved legally, because it sounds like from those initial offers, the nuclear option, like you guys were super far apart. Yeah. So, you know, it lasted, I don't know what was last Thursday. Uh, yeah, I got settled essentially last, last Thursday. So this would have lasted as, essentially three, three months from when all this, this started lawyers back and forth, you know, not fun. Uh, the, the first time involved with lawyers and, um, it's expensive. It's definitely expensive. I paid all my fees, out of pocket. Um, I don't know exactly what their situation was like in terms of um, who paid their legal fees or, or whatnot, but I paid all my legal fees out of pocket and it was very expensive. Um, but, you know, we went back and forth and uh, eventually reached a settlement agreement, which, you know, they officially bought my, you know, stake in Rumpier Sports. And uh, was the, uh, the, the final settlement, was that closer to their A and B offers or closer to your counter in the middle? I mean, I think it ended up being pretty much right in the middle, somewhere in that range. Hmm. That's not and good. would, yeah, yeah. What was your kind of, 
I assume you were at this point probably relieved to have some yeah. finality or yeah. like, where are your emotions about it now? Do you feel like, do you still harbor resentment about it? Or are you just like, I'm ready to move forward. This is water under the bridge. Like, where are you at with all this? This is, I mean, coming on here is like my closure with the situation, to be honest with you. It's like, you know, I knew you guys would be fair to me. I knew you guys would, you know, ask fair questions. And I wanted to get my side of the story out because of the recent posts. I mean, you got people from that organization accusing me of being greedy and having no loyalty. That did not happen in this situation. That did not happen in this situation. I see posts in Discord that people are posting that had business connections with me saying things that are untrue. I have texts from people that people have sent me. This is my closure to the situation. I'm done. I'm refocusing. Um, you know, started Ship It Nation on Monday, shipitnation.com. Very excited to get to work on that. I really like the, the the product that we put together over there. And my goal moving forward is to, you know, grow that as much as I can. Um, in terms of the the past relationship with, with Rum Pure Sports, nothing but the best of luck to them. I mean, if they think this was best for them, cool. Go on. Be successful. My brother-in-law still works for Rum Pure Sports. He, really? he does tech stuff at Rum Pure Sports. I wish nothing but the best they have a ton of really good people over there they really that, do that seems like an awkward situation for him i feel like i'd be yeah. in a few weeks if i was your brother-in-law <laughs> he's, he's tech he's tech did he have to, it was he the one who had to block you he locked and that would be interesting right, right? <laughs> that could be interesting i gotta ask him about that but he's good dude hard work memorial day barbecue is gonna be awkward hoop <laughs> no no we're still close no he's he's good no we're good with it he's you know super hard worker he does a, a really good job at run pierre um, obviously he didn't want that to, that situation to occur. Um, but you know, he's, he's super loyal to them and he does a really good job over there. So, uh, best of luck to him. And again, a lot of their people, great people still have good, good relationships with a lot of the people over there. Uh, this isn't me coming on here to discredit runpuresports.com by any means. I wish them the best of luck, to be honest with you and everything they do. I built, you know, I was part of building that. You don't want to see something collapse that you're part of, uh, you know, building. Well, I, after I you you're... leave, you do. <laughs> <laughs> At least I would. Like, but without me, you're gonna fail. I, and obviously, you're you're telling your story here. I'm curious though, because it does sound like some internal messaging, right? There was certain versions of the story that got told yeah. by yeah. some of the other leadership. Did you ever get to tell your story to people at the company behind closed doors of being like, "This is actually what transpired. You're yeah. gonna hear these things, but I want you to know the truth." I didn't actively seek anyone to, um, you know, give my side of the story. If someone came to me and asked, you know, what happened, I, you know, obviously had the right to, to explain to them what I, what I felt had occurred. And I did, but I didn't actively seek anyone um, out to, to, you know, give them my side of the story. Cause I knew I didn't do anything wrong. I mean, that's just life, man. Like it, it, it's like, I knew I didn't do anything wrong. I knew this was a shitty situation for me and my family. And it affected me in a lot of different ways. I mean, it affected me financially. You know, I didn't get paid at all. You know, when you go from, you know, doing content for, you know, I've been doing some sort of content for eight years, didn't make any money on the business side, which I had been for a long time. Uh, it, it, someone asked a great question in, in the chat. Like, did it affect your desire to play DFS or anything like I that? I saw that one, yeah. That was a really good question. And to be honest with you, yes, it did. Like I, I lost my luster for a little bit in, in terms of playing. I didn't 
love it as much as I, I once did, knowing that, you know, you build a process. So you're always, okay, I'm going to do content, then I'm going to go build my teams, and I'm going to interact with people in the Discord. Like, when your process is interrupted, you kind of lose focus a little bit. So yeah, that was a really good question. And it did affect, it affected that. It affected my family. Like I said, you know, my kids, a lot of questions. They're nine or they're eight and 10. Okay. So then they are not little kids. They understand some of what's going on. And, you know, they love, they wear run, they wear their run pure shirt shirts, run pure sports shirts to school. All my family has run pure sports gear. Like it affects people, man. And uh, again, you know, I wish no ill will on, on anyone over there. Uh, I'm focused on what I have moving forward. Um, and, you know, it's I'm happy that there's finally closure to the situation. I hear what? a uh, pain and suffering lawsuit coming, Run Pure Sports. And- <laughs> no, no, I'm done. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> well, well, who, you mentioned because you were kind of quiet along the way, you get shut out of the site. Obviously, you have your Twitter, but that's really kind of your only place yeah. to communicate to people. So what has been... Uh, this won't shock you, but I was not a rump your sub. I'm not uh, familiar <laughs> with your guys' community. What what has it been? Has it been a divide? Because when I think of run pure sports, I think of two people into it. I think of it as Big T and Hoop. I know you guys yeah. have other contributors, lots, but I think of it like you. So did this kind of fracture down the middle, or did the narrative get so out uh, away from you that it's all just Big T driving the discourse? Well, yeah, when you don't have the platform, I guess, to, to necessarily uh, defend yourself and people, you know, maybe beat you to the narrative, it's kind of hard, you know, and again, that's why I do regret not defending myself like from the beginning, but my only avenue would have been essentially via uh, Twitter, I guess, you know, I couldn't get into the discord where messages were being posted about why I was no longer with the company, which was, you know, there, it was untrue, like what was being posted in there, I couldn't defend that and the narrative got away from me. Uh, too far, you know, so again, this is, I, I hung my hat again on, you know, my credibility in this industry. I think a lot of people trust me. I've had a lot of close relationships with people in this industry. I just said, Hey, you know, people view me how they view me. If they know the type of person I am, they'll know what's true and what's not true. And do you think maybe that was slightly naive and then seeing how the narrative got controlled and that you maybe were getting painted in an unfair light from the people Mm -hmm. who don't know you personally? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, again, it's still up until this last tweet that came out implying greed and that I had no loyalty like that. It was, it's still, still necessary. It's still going on. I mean, someone that really doesn't, didn't know the ins and outs of the situation is, you know, implying that. It's a hard spot to be in until they yeah. kick you out. And then at that point, I'm like, fuck you. Like once I got blocked out, I would probably, I probably would have went nuclear. Yeah. Well, again, yeah, it's just, I was, I was, you know, at legal counsel at that point. And, um, you know, I guess there, there definitely were other, and, the, and there was a point where it's like, you know, with, from my lawyer, do you want to do this or do you want to do this? I'm like, definitely prefer settlement, move on. And just get it done. I mean, that's that was my preference. So let's so now uh, you get the the settlement. Um, you are now officially no longer associated with Run Pure. Yeah. You get together with Tambone, who was over at uh, Run Pure with you. And this is where mm-hmm. I'm going to ask the very first hard question of this interview: Why Chris Randone? <laughs> <laughs> I, and oh. like, I'm asking this like very yeah, genuinely, yeah, that's like, no, that's, why that's, Chris Randone? I see a lot of value in, in, in Randone in this industry, to be honest with you. I mean, 
he did a very good job at, at Run Pure Sports on the um, the NFL showdown shows. I thought he provided good content. A lot of people made money off of what he was providing. Uh, I think he's knowledgeable in baseball. He's a good dude. I mean, I know the perception based around him, uh, you know, is not necessarily, you know, people have negative thoughts about him. He's a good dude. He has a big heart. I, I personally really like Sedom and I'm excited to to work with him. It, so I can maybe buy some of that, but it, it sounds like <laughs> if you just want to say you're friends with Randone and you like him and your bros and stuff, but there, there are better people to hire to be a DFS tout than Chris Randone. So is it just a friendship thing? We don't even really have, we really, I mean, we've known each other for years, but it's not like we're, we were super close. I think he is an asset in this industry. Did, did okay. you get, is he, can you say this? Is he part owner? Yeah, he's part of uh, Ship It Nation, yeah. Well, I mean, I you I could do one show for Ship It Nation. Doesn't mean I'm owner. Yeah, come on. Oh, hey, you want? Hey, you, hey, if you come on for one show, well, you're I mean, definitely you you're definitely part of right, the company. Man. Like you're handing it yeah. out to everyone. It yeah. sounds he, like, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna keep because I'm gonna continue to be honest with you. Who? Because I yeah. even saw a lot of people in the chat. I, and maybe you can answer this question. Someone said, "Hey, if I show you my Run Pure Sports cancellation, is there anything you'll do for uh, for new Ship It Nation subs?" I know you have a lot of loyal fans, but I'm just gonna tell you from an outside perspective. I think you undercut a lot of your credibility with the Randone hire. I think there was like a lot of people who would be down to go with you in Tambone over there to ship it. Then they go, wait, what's going on with Chris Randone? Like I've seen backdoor messages. I'm just telling you that's the perception in the DFS community. I, yeah, I get it. I like how you call it um, Tambo Tambone. I might have to start doing that as well. Just calling you know. some Tambo. I, yeah. I think – I think people, if they they give it a chance, I think they'll be impressed with uh, Randone. See, I think uh, Randone was blocked Pete, and Pete is just bitter. And uh, he has you blocked. He has me blocked, dude. Oh, I all right. listen, man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, hey, listen. You and I, we had our differences. All right, we were able to come together. Right, we were able to come together. I'm gonna get you and Randone together. Can I actually, I did want to ask on that because there was a, a show where on a run pure where you came after me, what was your, yeah. because I, I, you know, I've made jokes about run pure, but I've never made yeah. any specific jokes about you. Actually, maybe I did once do a screenshot yeah. uh, marketing joke about you, but yes. what, what was it about me that, that tilted you? Okay. You know how it is in this industry. You don't get to listen to every piece of content. There's just so much going around. There's so much, many things going, right? When someone sends you little snippets of someone talking shit, you're like, man, fuck this guy. I'm going at him. I'm getting my revenge. All right. I obviously wasn't an every single day listener of your show. Now I am. I like the, the, the product that you guys uh, put out there. So I listen all the time now, but back then I wasn't listening to it all the time. So I get a little snippet of, of what was said. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm coming after this guy. Again, what what did I past. say? I'm trying to. I can't I, I remember, dude. Remember. I can't remember. I can't remember. I don't remember either. Yeah. Well, now it's I don't ever remember. And hey, listen, we got the uh, the stepbrothers gift. All right. Did we just yeah. become best friends? Yeah, we did. All right. We just became best friends. No, and like I would, of course, because like people now, like Lowell's, they view as the DFS gossip clearinghouse. So when this I stuff, know. I mean, how many men, how many tags did you get to come on, come on this show? Dude, that's when, when all this went down and started to become more and more public, that's all it was. Like, you have to go here. Yeah. We want to hear your side of the story. You got to go here. And I said, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's I, do it. I don't, th I don't think Hoop and I had a beef. He went after me on one show. I must have made a joke at one point, yeah, but I, God, I didn't, man. I didn't no, think was, we, the beef was wasn't the past. that Again, good. it was very clear. Like I got <laughs> someone sent me this. Oh, uh, it was probably in our discourse. I'm, uh, you know, Overzet's talking shit about you guys. And I was like, well, all right, was, well, I'm gonna two, fire back. There was two big podcasts. There was the one you did with EM2, 
where you guys shit oh, on yeah. both of us. And then there was the second one. That was a long time ago. That, that was, was long years, time ago. years ago. Because everyone's got a, a blow EM2 for some reason in the gambling world. But I do got to say one thing in regards to a recent episode you guys did. A lot of credibility behind what uh, Empire's saying. There's a lot of truth to what he, 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 was, he was saying. The collusion stuff? A lot of truth to that. Oh, oh, sure. I, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 We're, we're working on it. We're working yes, on it. Um, yes. What was the, what was the other one? And then the other show was. There's the one, one recently, like I don't right. know, a year and a half ago or something. Was, uh, yeah. I mean, where that, that one you went after, after. We're most, good, man. Most, most, we're mostly people. But I'm just saying there were really hey. two shows. Hey, forgive and forget hey. step but then after gift, that like, in, our, you know, in your defense friends. we we did shit on run pure sports uh, multiple times on the yeah, show yeah i mean you gotta defend the territory you know and we will again just now take it hey now just take it easy on ship it nation you know we can all be nice close little uh maybe i'll get randon on and you guys could clear clear the, i'm still uh, i'm still pete i know if, if you have some say but i'm still no, a little on. confused on this the point a getting from point a to point b after he wins against the CEO, why would he force you out? And the only wild card I can think of is this Madison Rust girl you got fired. <laughs> I wasn't a part of that. I was already gone. I was already gone at that point. Were you? Okay. Oh, yeah, I yeah. thought you were going to say maybe Randone is your guys' version of Madison. You guys, gonna, his uh, <laughs> sleeves are going to just keep getting more and more revealing here for his yeah, uh, locks. We're going to do league. that, and we're going to put him on OnlyFans and, and, and parlay uh, DFS subscriptions with an OnlyFans uh -huh. subscription. Were you making decisions at the company when you guys were in the process of, or they were in the process of bringing on Madison, or was that after you? I don't no, remember no, the timeline. Yeah, I was Yeah, I was uh, far, far gone at that point. Far what gone. do you think of that strategy in general for – Obviously, it's a, a strategy to try to get subs to the site. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do you uh, think of it? I guess if if you're seeing that a ton of people are watching that sort of content and signing up, then maybe it would make sense. Like if you're not getting the the signups, probably wouldn't make too much sense to me. So it's just a matter of is it effective or is it is it not? Like at the end of the day, it's about making money. So if that is making money for the company, I guess stick with it, but if you're not getting a huge influx of, of subscriptions based on that sort of content, that's not a path that I would continue down. What do you say? Because I saw I, I saw someone in the question in the chat ask this: like, what is your selling point over Run Pure? Why say if they someone had subbed to Run Pure for you, like why should they subscribe to Ship It Nation? What are you guys going to do different? Obviously, the DFS site, you know, ecosystem is pretty saturated. What is your guys' big value add relative to other companies? Yeah. So what we're trying to do is kind of try to combine the best of, of everything and keep it at an affordable price for everyone. Like we're going to have plays, we're going to have picks. We have a, what we call a core report. We're going to have player pools last night for the PGA championship. I did, it's called the top 30. So my top 30 own guys, but we're also going to parlay that with uh, projections. Uh, we have for baseball, we have stack rankings, uh, pitcher rankings, hitter rankings, um, projections as well. And we're still working on other things, you know, for football, obviously the product's going to be a little more diverse. We're going to have more of an offering, but we just kind of wanted to bring everything together um, to, to help people to win at DFS for at an affordable rate. Do you make, do you make your own projections? Like you personally? I do not. No, I'm a, I, I have no Campbell? clue. I don't think he does either. Does he? No. I mean, we, so with the ship and nation product, we, we have input about what goes into them, but we have a guy that manages the, the projections, very good, complex system. I mean, you guys have heard me talk about DFS for years, like statistics and stuff like that, phew, way over my head. So did you 
learned your lesson with the run pure stuff and do you guys have a defined org chart and legal documents showing who owns what uh with this company we're just going to run it back and, and you know, let, let, oh you know my God. Run, run it back and see what happens. On, see, hey, I'll let you know in three years. No, we're, we're, we've, I've personally learned my lesson when it comes to that stuff. And uh, yeah, there will, we're new, we're right out of the gate, but we, there, yes, that is going At to At least happen. own the URL. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Cl clearly your actions have already answered this question, but do you still think there's, you know, room for growth in the DFS space? Because you do hear a lot about how, you know, the games are getting tougher. You know, DraftKings cares about other things. You know, FanDuel's not even investing in their product. Like, yeah. how do you think about that from like, hey, I'm now going to build from scratch another DFS company in 2023 where that's not necessarily where the winds are blowing? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, when you just look at it, what, you know, what does it take to win nowadays versus what it took to win at, at DFS like five years ago? And it's different. And, and the main thing I always like think about is you just have to innovate the way you play. You can't go in, you know, year after year after year and play the exact same way or the same sort of contest or build teams the same way. You always have to be looking uh, to to innovate on a, on a personal level. And that's why you see a lot of these top dogs. They, they get all the way up to the top. And then they crash back down because they're not willing to adapt and, and change their style of play to win long term. But, yeah, there's no denying it. I mean, there are some things working against DFS where you have one of the main sites. They don't really give a shit about their product anymore. Uh, DraftKings obviously still, you know, to some degree uh, improve, looks to improve their product. But, yeah, to me, the number one thing is you always have to be innovative and look in a different direction. And that's why we're launching these tools at Ship It Nation. To help you do that and right to answers to answer hey you, you it's it's you you you're the one that has to sell the people on it i'm, I'm not having to sell them on, yeah. on some of the ship edition uh do you what, hey, when what when, do you, uh, when brian comes on a show then you might you might have some fun you know he's yeah. in one show and in <laughs> well you need to send brian five offers an a a b a c a d and yeah. a make sure and you go a or b <laughs> I mean, from experience go a or b <laughs> um so what like to kind of start to wind this down like what do you to the people who are still confused who might hear a different narrative who was greedy you know who yeah. blah, blah 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 like what do you want to say to those people kind of to put a bow on it of like what happened why uh when what your side of the story is Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I laid it out, obviously, in the beginning of the show. What I would say is go back to the beginning of the show, rewatch it and hit the like button and maybe tweet it out there. But <laughs> it, uh, wow, yeah, I mean, you're a pro. Yeah. You, you know, I'm going to get you a couple extra views here along the way. Uh, I mean, I laid it all out. I mean, it's it's an unfortunate situation. Um, definitely did not see things playing out like that. Um you know, the, the, the short version, there's really not a short version. I mean, I, I laid out the facts of what happened. And um, again, you know, six months or I don't know, last year, did I think that th this would have been the case? Absolutely not. But in the long run, hopefully it's better for everyone involved, right? Hopefully everyone gets what they want out of this and is happy and families are good and healthy and whatnot. For, for me, Pete, maybe you could speculate too. I'm still having the, the trouble drawing point A to B. Like, okay, I get it. He wanted a CEO, but that doesn't mean you got to force him out. That's what I'm. But I, I guess if you if like, there's the there's the more the higher percentage motivation. Obviously, you would make 
more money and you don't think hoops going to bring in more people you know i'm just you know yeah. doesn't mean he wouldn't i'm just saying mm-hmm. you could think that like and and also maybe hoops misreading the situation and misreading i'm not saying you are i'm just saying from his perspective where maybe he was really frustrated with this and you just didn't recognize it and he's like god he doesn't see this he's he's costing us money cuz we could have had this done 2 months ago or whatever you know and like he's really pissed off and you just it's just not clicking for you that this guy's upset and he's also like you know motivated like we all are for well i could have higher cut hoops not providing any you know i i could see something like that like all those motivations mm-hmm. kind of adding up but other yeah. than that like it doesn't make a whole ton of sense after he wins to boot you out the door to me i don't know Pete. do you have any theories yeah, that's what, I mean, Hoop early on when we were there was the suspension and stuff. It does seem like Hoop there is one maybe key piece of this that just whether you don't feel comfortable saying it or a part of it that hasn't been spoken about by either you or Big T. Is that fair to say? Is I think piece- any additional facts would just be speculation, me guessing as to why they chose to, to go down this path. It would just be speculation. Well, to, this to show is for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for speculation purposes, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I mean, it would just be me guessing as to why, you know, they felt me being out would be better for the company. Because personally, I don't think it was the best move, but, you know, they thought it was at some point. Do you, so where, like right now, your relationship with Big T, let's say you guys both ended up at a live final together. Are you guys like giving a head nod? Are you guys saying yeah, hi? Or is it head down? Like, at, where is your relationship at? It. That's point? a really good question. But on Monday, he just unfollowed me on Twitter. So like, really? I thought I thought we were in I thought we were in a decent spot, but I got the unfollow, man. So um, <laughs> what did you do to this maybe, guy? I don't know. Maybe it would be like an awkward like I go up to you know give him like the the fight. You know, he gives the, you this the, one. And, this yeah, one? and then he's like yeah. whips it back and like get out of here hoop or something or you just go i don't know yeah i mean no again more like ship it in the garbage (laughs) ship your handshake somewhere else (laughs) um well you know i hoop i do really appreciate you coming on i i would say in my heart of hearts i was like i think hoop's gonna bail on us i i don't think he's gonna want to do this it's just too tricky with all that stuff so i give you a ton of props for coming on here and i'm glad that you uh assume that we would give you a fair a fair shake too and so i'm glad this yeah. can all work out yeah no I, you know, again we went back and forth a little bit definitely trust you and uh you know both you guys i thought you were very fair with me gave me a chance to get my uh facts out there i mean i i, I spoke in in fact throughout this entire thing if um you know there was any you know, speculative statements or uh, paraphrasing. That's all my opinion on what happened throughout this story. But, uh, you know, facts and opinion were, were what I gave here. Mostly facts. I mean, I know what happened. I dealt with it. And it was very hard, once again, for me and my family. It was a very difficult two to three month stretch to get through all this. And it was not fun. Uh, if you do start a business, I recommend you get the proper legal documents <laughs> in order as quickly as possible. Um, but it was not fun and it was hard on me mentally, physically, financially, everything. So glad it's over, ready to move on and uh, kind of put closure, full closure to the situation. Yep. Will there be Willie K? Will there be any boxing matches between you and C, <laughs> you and Anyone that's why the- that's why we bought up brought on Randone. Now you figured it out. Randone oh, be the guy. Right. Now we gotta reignite yeah, that. We gotta reignite right? that. We right? gotta reignite yeah, yeah. That. Now, now it all makes sense. Would you how about um 
would you play uh, like Empire Maker versus Osmo style heads up for rolls against Big T? Would you be open to a challenge like that? <laughs> That'd be good content. Big T, Big T, he's not a he's not a head to head sort of guy. Oh, yeah. oh okay, okay. Right. You guys I'll should tell make- you that he makes he makes fun of all the guys that I he, he always would make fun of the guys that I play on our shows. He knows he he doesn't want the head to head stuff. Okay, Wait, that would be good content though. What's gonna be what's gonna be the version of giblets for Ship It Nation? Do you guys have your own your own catchphrase? The thing you guys are getting giblets. No, what, what's it gonna be? Oh man, yeah, we got to work on that. Uh, no, yeah, we don't have anything like that going yet. We're not, I no, used no, to uh, I used to play at the the boats poker right back in the back in the days, and this guy would always come in with these glasses. He'd wear the glasses right while you play total d bag. This is yeah, a long time yeah. ago too, where not a lot of people were doing that. And every time he won a pot, he would go, ship it as loud as he could. Yeah, that's, what, that's I, kind of weird. I hated that guy with a passion. Yeah. We'll say ship it, but a little quieter. You know, not that loud and won't, won't, won't have the uh, sunglasses on. Eventually, he grew on me. The um, ship it guy. All right. I appreciate you guys uh, in the chat. You you mostly behaved yourselves. I know Hoop was eyeing it too. You guys you guys did okay. Uh, this is yeah. Lowell's, the, uh, the official clearinghouse of all DFS drama. If you want to air out your beef, if you want to launch a head-to-head challenge, this is the place to do it. We're here every single Thursday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, who knows what we'll get up to next week. But once again, Big thanks to Hoop for coming on the show. We'll drop a link in the show notes to Ship It Nation. Be, for, be sure to follow those guys on Twitter. So for Brian, I'm Pete. For Hoop, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.